Breaking news on the Minnesota Vikings front. Guys, the Minnesota Vikings made a trade. Holy moly, what a crazy deadline that was. Oh my God. So like we went in today thinking, oh, maybe we get, I don't know, Claypool. Maybe we get any receiver, literally anyone who existed to be our third receiver. I don't think any anyone saw the TJ Hawkinson trade and holy moly I could literally not be more excited about it I mean so the Vikings clearly needed a third weapon right we all knew that the Vikings needed a third weapon it just wasn't KJ Osborne is good just not enough he's just not everything you want in a third target TJ Hawkinson hits every box. That dude is the most Minnesota Viking of Minnesota Vikings. It's actually unbelievable how much value this guy brings. Let me tell you a little bit of something about TJ Hawkinson. But first, you know, I'll tell you the trade, what the trade looked like. So really the Vikings, okay, got TJ Hawkinson, a 2023 fourth, and a 2024 conditional fourth round pick. So essentially... We traded for the Lions a second and a third. In 2023, second, a 2024, third. Guys, there is absolutely zero guarantee that those second and third round picks do anything. Anything in the NFL. It's actually way more likely that the fourth round picks make it. Maybe not superstars, you know, like you can't, not everyone can be Tom Brady. But maybe you just can't prove it. I'm almost out of loss for words. I know that this podcast is coming a little bit later than your other emergency podcasts. Your boy's got to work. Your boy's got to work. But when I saw this trade drop, my mind was blown away. Not only did we just basically... Pick swap. We traded back in the draft. Essentially, we traded one from the second round to the fourth round it's a drop off in talent but second round always seemed to really not really work out so we traded back in the draft and in terms we got a Mackey award winner which for all you don't know is the best tight end in college football a 25 year old a 25 year old that is so young especially at the tight end position and he's already made one Pro Bowl so far in 2020. On the Detroit Lions, man. On the Detroit Lions, this dude made a Pro Bowl. You could not have gotten any better. So basically, the, the Vikings guaranteed, guaranteed, eight-year, five-year, ten-year career. You don't just give up Pro Bowlers. There is one caveat to TJ Hawkinson. There's one, and it's actually a pretty big issue. One kind of glaring weakness about TJ Hawkinson. Aiden's blocking. I'll tell you a little story about like how TJ kind of came to be. He was out of nowhere. I'll kind of tell you that story after. But you're getting an unbelievable blocker. Unbelievable blocker. Super chill guy, no diva, no attitude, just good old-fashioned, I play football for a living, and that's it. And you're getting a Pro Bowl receiver. 
a Pro Bowl receiving tight end from the Iowa Hawkeye factory. Speaking of the Iowa Hawkeye factory, let me kind of tell you about TJ Hawkinson because little known fact about your boy, I am a diehard Iowa Hawkeye. TJ Hawkinson kind of came out of nowhere for Iowa. Noah Fant was the guy. Noah Fant was the first round pick. Noah Fant looks the part. Noah Fant is 6'4", 260 pounds. Dude had a 42-inch vertical, benched a, benched a zoo, jumped a mountain, and looked the part. That guy looked like absolute money. And then there's this little two, three, two-star tight end named TJ Hawkinson. And this dude... Was no flash, no sauce, but he just did everything right. Best blocking tight end, boom. Best receiving tight end, boom. Dude was a monster. Had to to share carries with TJ uh, with the, excuse me with Noah Fant and all the at the time was actually a good receiving core, but at the all the receiving core and came out ahead of all of them. This bothered. Noah Fant so much that Noah Fant actually didn't play in the bowl game, but TJ Hawkinson, who was the eighth pick in the draft, decided to play. Let me fact check myself a little bit on that eighth pick in the draft. I think it was eighth or ninth or 11th. He was picked before Noah Fant. Let me just kind of fact check myself real quick on this bad boy again. I always want to give you guys the absolute correct uh, number. I don't want to give any, any, any false indication or any, any false rating. My cat is literally gnawing at the cat tree right now. So he was picked eighth. I was right. Good. Out of Sherrillton, Iowa. Now, if you guys don't know, I was already in an abandoned nothing state. I grew up there. I can say that. Sherrillton's even smaller than nothing. They're like a one, two, a school. Little, tiny, tiny, little, tiny school. And there's my cat, Taz. Taz, go away, buddy. I'm doing a a podcast. So, TJ Hawkinson. Sorry about that, boys. TJ Hawkinson comes out of nowhere. Good old farm boy. And decides to actually get picked. Everyone knew going into the season, no offense to the guy. TJ Hawkinson got picked above him. He does get injured. The dude suffers from weird... Long, about week eight, week 10, season IR, never comes back. Rookie year, I think he broke his leg or or neck or something like that. He was never injured in high school or college, so the NFL has been a little, unfortunately, kind of tough on him. But you, if you have the chance to get a 25-year-old pro bowler, I don't care what position, you get him. Irv Smith is good, really good. I like being a hybrid. He is not a tight end one. Now, he has the potential to be a tight end one. He has the skill to be a tight end one. I don't know if he has the size to be a tight end one. He's more of like a weird, like either too big for receivers, like a tweener. Too big for receiver, too small for tight end. I would love to see a two tight end set. It doesn't look like we're going to see Irv Smith. It looks like he's out for eight to ten weeks. I wonder if that motivated the Vikings. I'm curious that the Vikings get motivated because of the injury, or are they always going to go after TJ Hawkinson? A trade in division. 
that's wild. You don't really normally see that, but the Lions are an absolute dumpster fire, and he succeeded in because of it. In spite of it is kind of what the word I was looking for. He he succeeded in spite of the absolute dumpster. He had Jared Goff thrown to him, dude. Now he gets Kirk Cousins. He gets the new nightmare. Kirk Tober, hopefully Kirk member. I would love to see Kirk continue this into November. But now he gets Kirk Cousins. I'm going to guess... Obviously, the Vikings are going to sign him. You don't give up draft capital, especially this is not the NBA. You don't give up this enormous draft capital. Really, it's not enormous to me, but draft capital to then let someone walk. They will sign him. Congratulations, Minnesota. You just got your tight end for the next 13 years. Every Hawkeye, here's what I say about Iowa Hawkeye being drafted. You draft him, you will never need to address the position again. I'm talking like the actual good ones. I'm not talking like the the back, you know, the fifth, sixth, seventh rounds walk-ons, even though those are pretty great too. Let me tell you about some hockey just real quick. Belton, starting safety for the the Giants. Done. Amani Herker, starting safety for the Titans. Boom. Done. Uh, Linderbaum, center for the Ravens. They're done for the, looking at center for the next 13 years. They don't ever need to worry about center again. Ever, ever, ever. No offense. Solid as a rock tight end for Seattle. Done. Aleek Jackson playing for the Rams. Done. He was like an undrafted player. Tr- Tristan Wirfs, right tackle for the Buccaneers. Done. George Kittle. Now, I do believe that without George Kittle, there is no TJ Hawkinson. I Titan U is a kind of a new thing for Iowa. We've had Dallas Clark, Tony Moyaki, Scott Chandler, maybe names that you younger guys don't know. But these are guys who have made significant impact, especially Dallas Clark being Peyton Manning's one of his favorite targets while he had Marvin Harrison and um, Reggie Wayne. But t- Dallas Clark was right there, too. Because of George Kittle, what he can provide. Imagine if George Kittle's an A+, plus or an A, because Kelsey's like an A+. Plus. If George Kittle's an A, A-, minus, TJ Hawkinson on the Lions was a B+. Plus. Can you imagine what he's going to be like on the Vikings? It's going to be unbelievable. I literally cannot wait. I cannot stress this enough. He will be a catching machine. I will put money down that he will score a touchdown the first full week he's here. The dude's just a machine. Polite. He's not going to be your rah-rah leader. He's not Jared Allen riding on a pony. Coming out, lassoing some pigs. But what he's going to do is, you now don't need to worry about the tight end position until he's about 34 years old. He will always block at an elite level. He will always catch at a slightly above average level. That's what TJ Hawkinson can provide for you. It is an absolute exciting prospect what TJ Hawkinson can do. Also known as Hawk. He also looks just like the Vikings logo. It's actually unbelievable. I thought it would be a fun exercise to kind of transition from the TJ Hawkinson. Okay, so overall grade. Overall grade, TJ Hawkinson. Pro Bowl 25-year-old. Unbelievable. And two-fourths for a second and a third. You do this 100% of the time. 
you do this 1,000% of the time. Let's kind of take a look at the other trades that happened today. It was the most trades. I believe I saw a number was 20. 20 trades was the most in NFL deadline history starting at Christian McCaffrey. So I can, I don't, I'm not going to have everyone's what they got, what they, you know, who they gave. I'll, I'll kind of talk about the player and what I think about them and why they're traded and kind of give a quick grade. I remember it was for draft capital. There's a couple I want to highlight. But let's kind of quickly go through this. Christian McCaffrey, 49ers of the Panthers. I love CMC. As a former Panthers fan, and thank you, Minnesota, for letting me, you know, become a part of the home. Now that I live here, I've lived here for eight years. It's about time. But CMC is a great dude. Unbelievable talent. Oh, my God, is he unbelievable. I'm sorry, way better than Dalvin Cook. I watched almost every single game of Christian McCaffrey, and I also watched him in the Rose Bowl in person against my Iowa Hawkeyes. Kind of going back to my Iowa Hawkeyes. I watched him absolutely torch us. All-purpose yard machine. Unbelievable dude. Unbelievable work ethic. Kind of your classic grab your lunch pail and get to work analogy. But that dude's going to pull a hamstring week 12 and be out. He'll always like try to almost make practice. He'll tease you. He'll go, ooh. Is he going to play? Ooh, is he going to play? And then he's not going to play. I like it for the 49ers. He's going to succeed. He's going to do well. He's going to do some unbelievably flashy things. But ultimately, you're paying an unbelievable amount of money for an aging running back who looks like his hamstrings might fall off the bone at any given moment. Bradley Chubb to the Dolphins. Bradley Chubb's solid as a rock defensive end. B plus, A minus, boom. Sack machine, going to make the Dolphins so much better. All you have to do is give up draft capital. Calvin really the, the Jaguars. Who cares? <laughs> Not because of the talent of Calvin Ridley. The Jaguars just aren't going to do anything with him. Let's just be honest for five seconds. The Jaguars are a dumpster fire. They're going to be a dumpster fire this week. They're going to be a dumpster fire next week. They're going to be a dumpster fire three years from now. They're going to have one great year and then go back to being a dumpster fire. It's what the Jackson Dragwires do. <sighs> Claypool Roquan Smith. Let's talk about our good friends next to us, the Chicago Bears. I'm going to talk in detail about this one. That was everything I said about TJ Hawkinson. Apply that to the Bears and talk about how freaking stupid are they holy moly this did you know fun fact y'all Rokon smith led the nfl right now in tackles the dude is 24 years old and you trade him away for a second round what what are you trying to hope for what do you what's your end game what's your goal unbelievable that you would trade a second round pick for him uh, and then just apply, and now it wasn't the Ravens pick, but just apply that to Claypool. Chase Claypool, who I did, by the way, love out of college. Loved him out of Notre Dame. I watched him put up like five touchdowns in the game. I'm like, this guy is special. This guy is absolutely special. But 800 yards in a season? That's all Claypool's done. Now, you're going to say, well, TJ did that. He's a tight end, not a wide receiver. Claypool has three total touchdowns in two years. Three total touchdowns. You traded your captain middle linebacker 
essentially for a second round, so you can flip a second round into Claypool? Well, hey, guess what? We win. That's a Vikings win. That's a Vikings dub. That's a Vikings dub win right there. Okay? Unbelievable that the Bears would do that. So stupid. I could do another 20, 30 minutes of how ridiculous it is. You draft. I'm a draft junkie. I take the draft off on holiday. Like, I take it as a holiday. It's an unofficial holiday. Everyone laughs at me. I just enjoy Thursday night and Friday night. Saturday, and then I'll, of course, watch it Saturday. All day. It's what I do. But you draft players at praying to God. They become as good as TJ Hawkinson, and they become as good as Raquan Smith. Claypool is a dime a dozen. Jericho Cotterey for the Panthers had better stats one year. He had 900 yards and 10 touchdowns. He cost $200,000 a year. Okay? Dime a dozen. Ridiculous trade for the Bears. Unbelievable. Tony to the Chiefs. Sweet. Tony's on my fantasy team. I picked him up before everyone else did. Smart guy me. I'm just more excited about Tony going to do something. I don't know what Tony's going to do. You don't know what Tony's going to do. We think we, we know what Tony's going to do. But Tony to the Chiefs, meh. Then it's a whole bunch of mids trading for mids. Robert Quinn, too old. Naheem Hines, who cares? I mean, Bills, get more depth. Yay. Kind of hurts me a little bit. Jeff Wilson to the Dolphins, woohoo. James Robinson to the Jets, that could be interesting. But people like, the, again, the idea of James Robinson more than the actual practical thing. And then a whole bunch of Zach Moss. Roby Anderson to the Panthers. Woo. Overall, boys. Let me finish up this pod. A real quick one. Just an emergency breaking pod. My first one. Yay. My first emergency pod. Let me just say this. When you take those second and third round picks and you apply them to your draft, the draft is nothing but a spray and pray, shooting fish in a barrel, praying to God one has a pearl. But you know what I do know? I like things that are guaranteed. I like things that are young and guaranteed. 25 years old. 25. Pro bowler. 800 yards. On the Detroit Lions. I saw a hilarious tweet. TJ Hawkinson joins the six-win Vikings. The most wins in his NFL career. Never playing a snap for a team. And we're supposed to just be like, oh, this is who he is. Oh, this, this is Detroit TJ. Was as, Detroit Hawkinson was as good as the Vikings Hawkinson. Bullcrap. I'm calling you out on your bullcrap. If you say that, baloney. But he might be. He might be just as good as that. And maybe that's fine enough. That's good. Hey, you know what? If he's just as good as the Lions version of TJ Hawkinson, we got a player for 12 years. If he's anything more than the Lions version of TJ Hawkinson... You got a on-again, off-again pro bowler, essentially our version of George Kittle. This is an A++++++. You cannot have done better. You will not do better. Because you get two draft packs back. If it was just TJ Hawkinson in a second and a third, A, not an A+. But you just traded back in the draft. That's all you did. You traded your second and third for two-fourths. It's a lot. But you also get a Pro Bowl tight end who is on the Lions. You make an divisional opponent weaker. The Lions are trading all the stupid trades in the world. That's a hilarious franchise. I can't wait to watch them fail. 
and you get the pro bowler who's 25 who will sign a five six year deal and be on your team for the next 12 13 years kyle rudolph is the minimum in my opinion and hey i think every vikings fan would take kyle rudolph again want to do kyle rudolph round two you got it minimum maximum george kittle I have a feeling he's going to fall in between there. Ceiling is a George Kittle always has been. He was picked eighth as a farm boy from Iowa. Not Kyle Pitts. This isn't Kyle Pitts. I was no fan. Picked eighth and was a pro bowler quickly. So the pick wasn't a bust. He was a pro bowler within a year for the Lions. You could not be more excited. I cannot be more excited as a Hawkeye, as a Viking fan, as an actual player. Now the Vikings just got to sign OBJ. (laughs) Now the Vikings just got to sign OBJ and we'll be chilling, baby. That's a pipe dream. But, I mean, if you walked away with your offense being JJ, Thielen, OBJ, you were Thielen in the slot and TJ on the side and... Yeah, you know, playoffs come around. Irv Smith, now you're running a two tight end set with those three receivers. Matson, Cook, Cooktober. It's Super Bowl a bust now. For the first time, the schedule will get difficult, and we will be previewing it this Friday. Look for a new podcast for previewing the Commanders game. This is your host, Brandon. If you love Twins baseball, please. I have a Twins baseball podcast. It's called the Twins Off Speed. If you love wild hockey, it's called Wild Off Ice. I know I'm a genius with the naming. I know. I know. And if you love the Vikings, please subscribe. Give me a rating out of five. Please, just down below, if it's Apple, give me a rating. They mean so much, not only to me personally, but to get my name out there. Thank you so much, guys. I look forward to speaking to you at a future time. A-plus pickup for the Minnesota Vikings.